Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Hey there, welcome to Living Box Free, or welcome back if you've been with us for a while. Stoked that you're here, as always. I mean, I just, I'm just always stoked that we're here, that you're here. This I thought you're the best say, part of my week. I thought you were going to say, I'm always stoked. Uh, no, that is, that is false. <laughs> Anyone who knows me would know that is not true. I'm Ashleen. I'm Becky. And we are your co-hosts this lovely Friday afternoon that we are recording this podcast. And Becky has decided... that we are talking about online dating. Now, this is a very safe topic for Becky to discuss because (laughs) she has not done online dating. And so she's going to rely entirely on my life experience as well as the data. She did research, so she's got research. But in terms of actual life experience, she has decided to put me on the spot. So that's going to be a really good time. So thanks for joining us. (laughs) But first, Uh. Becky, what's on the rise for you? What is on the rise for me? I got to talk to some wildcats today. Kansas State University. That's right. I was going to say, I know what that is, (laughs) but I don't know that other people know what that is. Oh, the good old KSU. I was asked, gosh, a while ago to speak for one of the agriculture communications classes. And they're like, bring in the old alumni. Like, get coming in my walker. Is that your wheelchair? Yeah, it's my wheelchair, my walker. And uh, so talked to some wildcats today. It was super nice. It was weird. Like I could see them all in the classroom with their face mask on through Zoom, but they weren't like behind the computer. So it was it was really good, but it was also just different. The hybrid type meeting versus being able to say, hey, type in the chat bar. Right. Instead, it was I made them work. Yeah. We did some true or false questions and open dialogue. Okay. I don't think they were ready for that. But no. they participated. But I'm sure they did great. <laughs> they did. And it was nice. Good. That's really good. What's on the rise for you? Uh, I have decided to go back to, I think maybe I've talked about this before this practice, but I clean my room every Friday night or just any time on Friday, I clean my room. Uh, but I had just fallen off off the wagon. I've fallen off the wagon. The practice <laughs> has fallen off the wagon. This is going to yeah. be a good podcast, y'all. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, it, I've just stopped. I think I got out of the habit. And so yeah. I've just decided that this, this is a thing that needs to happen again. And I've already cleaned my room today. So that's bonus points. Yes. And it just helps me because then I don't have to think about throughout the week. Am I making too much of a mess? When am I going to clean this? And then it doesn't get too bad because mm-hmm. how bad can it possibly get in a week? I mean, it can get pretty bad, but it can't get <laughs> as bad as if I didn't clean it at all. So it works for me. It's going to be a great episode. It's going <laughs> to Oh boy. If you could see Settle us in, now, folks. we are also wearing matching <laughs> tank tops. Uh, Ash walked in my door in the door and uh, Tristan was home for lunch. I go, Tristan, look at this. We're in matching shirts. Can you tell who's who? <laughs> One time my friend and I drove across country. We were driving her car. She was from California. We went to school in Massachusetts and we were driving her car back to California. And we, we stopped in Nebraska to see our friend Ashley and then after we left, we stopped at a gas station and they had, you know, super junky T-shirts. And so we bought these two, two different colors, but the same T-shirt that both just said Nebraska on the front. And <laughs> oh, big nice. letters. 
And then when we got to our next stop, which I think was in Utah, we got out and went the next morning and I was like, we should wear the same shirt and then we can take a picture somewhere and send it to her and it'll be really great. And I just didn't really think it through of like, (laughs) we're just going to be out in this national park in Utah wearing the exact same shirt and look, I don't know, kind of dumb. (laughs) and at some point we were out hiking and this old man is hiking toward us and then he just stops and he looks at her and he looks at me and he goes nebraska (laughs) and i was like wait what (laughs) who's he talking to (laughs) Uh, me sir what anyway that's what i think of when i think of matching shirts yeah and my friend my friend was like i told you this was a bad idea like no you didn't (laughs) you didn't tell me this was anyway you did not speak you did not say that well i think this is a brilliant idea we should do it more often (laughs) anyway all right i'm just feeling time trying not to talk about dating let's talk about matching up with a mate no what (laughs) no (laughs) that didn't work that didn't work i refuse that was good isn't like matchmaker isn't that like an app out there (laughs) you guys sing a song oh yeah i was about to yeah a little bit what musical is that from Fiddler on the Roof. Good job. I am so proud of you. I did see that one. Yep. Okay, let's talk about matchmaking on the internet and apps, digital dating. Okay, let's talk about online dating. What inspired this podcast? Once again, it's usually inspired by something going on in our lives. One of our friends messaged us Monday. I think it was Monday. I have no idea. Ash did not respond. (laughs) She ghosted her. It was Monday. It was Monday. We got a message from one of our friends and it was this link and it said, please click here and join this app to help select people to date me. And I, I didn't do anything until yesterday. Yesterday's Thursday and I rested. I didn't go to the gym and in normal Becky fashion when I'm by myself, I just do lots of random things. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go do this for our friend. Mm-hmm. So I click on the link and at first I'm like this, the pit of my stomach. I'm like, Oh my gosh. It's asking me if I'm single or not single. I'm like, am I supposed to be downloading this app? And I'm like, I am in a relationship. I feel dirty doing this. I am not shopping right now. I am not shopping. I'm helping a friend. So I'm like, not single or no, no. Yeah, not single. So I go through this process and I'm connected to our friend. I mean, that's what this app is designed to do, right? Yes. Okay. So you can swipe left or right for your friend. Okay. And it was interesting for me. I've never been on a dating app. Uh-huh. And so it was a first time and I couldn't figure out at first how to see the people's profiles. And, and it would be like, you swipe left, this person's gone. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so anyway, it <laughs> well, just made me, him. <laughs> it made me think about like how people select people. Yeah. And it is so easy to like not look at their profile and just look at the picture and swipe left or right. Yep. And then I was like, I'm just how does this work? So I dug into the data and that's what we're going to jump into today. We're going to talk about dating apps, the facts of online dating. And then we're actually going to look at um, psychologists and their studies around online dating. And can you really find your soulmate online pros and cons and tips Okay, based on the experts? Awesome. And all of our examples will be from Ash today since <laughs> I have not online dated. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, let's talk about some interesting facts. This is from a Pew Research study from February 2020. The industry of online dating, how much revenue do you think is made in a year in the U.S.? Oh, in the whole industry? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, I honestly have no idea. It's got to be in the hundreds of millions, though. Yeah, very good. 602 million. Okay. 
602 million is the online dating revenue okay. from 2020. And what's crazy is I feel like a lot of them don't even cost money. Yeah. I mean, do they get money through ads or what? Well, I think like eHarmony and even the one that our friend added us to, I swiped and did some matches yeah. for her. And then it said, you've hit, reached your limit. Oh, yeah, 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 you yeah. Pay so you can pay extras yeah, so if there's in-app purchases. Right. So that's my guess yep. is where a lot of that comes yes. from. 44.2 million online dating users in the U.S. That's a lot. That's a lot. As of March of 2021, 81.6% are male and 18.4% of users are women. What? I thought that was very interesting. Huh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know. 26.6 million U.S. smartphone dating app users, 2 million Tinder matches a day. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That's crazy. That's See? a lot, but that's... that's matching shirts, matching people. <laughs> Perfect segue. <sighs> okay, so that's from a Pew research study. Mm-hmm. I thought the male-female thing was interesting, too. Yeah, I wonder... I don't huh. know if there's, like, cer- it, certain apps that are just more male-focused. Yeah, that's interesting. Some other... So, and maybe this... Well, some other data around experiences of people who do online dating three in 10 u.s adults say they have used a dating site or app uh, this varies significantly by age and sexual orientation yep and so actually uh, this data shows lesbian gay or bisexual adults are roughly twice as likely as those who are straight to say they have used a dating platform 48 percent are between the year or the age of 18 and 29 38 percent between 30 and 49 and only 16% who are 50 and older. Yeah, that makes sense to me. It does, yes. One in 10 Americans, so about 12%, say they have been in a committed relationship or married to someone they met online. Wait, how many? 12%, one out of 10. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's not bad. The shares are higher, it did mention, among um, LGBTQ adults as well as those ages 18 to 49. Roughly 6 in 10 online daters so that's 57% say they have had an overall positive experience with these platforms, including 14% who described their experience as very positive. <laughs> <laughs> what was that voice? It was not a sexy voice. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, I'm glad I haven't heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, safety, roughly half of Americans overall, 53% say dating sites and apps are a very or somewhat safe way to meet people. Whilst 46% believe they are not too, they are not too or not at all safe. Well, I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. So most people believe very scientific safe. research. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously I know it little about is, this, but I just yeah. got very interested and went down rabbit holes last night. Yes. Overall. So that's like overall, just some data about the industry. Anything about that that shocks you before we go into... Oh, it's not too safe or not at all safe. Oh. That's what it is. They are not too or not at all safe. Yeah. Okay. So those were the the options on this study oh, that gotcha. they did. I believe it is not too safe. I believe it is not at all safe. Gotcha. So Okay. Yeah. Let me just Translate. interpret this research that you found for you. <laughs> Thoughts? Any of that research? Uh, that's all? interesting how many people think it's not too safe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I think like regular dating. I just think, I don't even, even in movies, sometimes people are like, here's my phone number. And they go yeah. out and I'm like, really? You're just, you, don't, you just saw them in a coffee shop. You don't even know their last name. You're just 
you're just going for it. So I don't, I don't, I guess it, none of it feels safe to me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that online dating is less safe. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I guess if you've seen the person's face in person, then it makes it, it makes it feel more safe, but I don't know yeah. that it is. It is very interesting because some of the other data we're going to talk about here about photos, there's some research that talks about people's facial features mm-hmm. making you feel like they're safe or they're not safe mm-hmm. and some some stuff around that. But yeah. it is, it's funny because like what you're huh. describing, giving your phone number to a stranger or whatever, I'm like, oh, yeah, I met Tristan. You met Tristan in a bar, right? Yeah. I mean, we did have mutual friends. Yeah. But I didn't know what his last name was. Right. So it's not, it doesn't feel that different to me. Yeah. Than kind of the quote unquote traditional way of the last 50 years or so. Yep. But. So in general, Ash feels like dating is dangerous. Dating. (laughs) Well, it it all feels dangerous. It's a risk. As in, yes, it's a risk. Yes. It's all a risk. It doesn't really matter unless you, yeah. Even friendship can sometimes be, I'm like, I just randomly picked this human and was like, yeah, you I like you. I'm I'll, sure I'll go to a concert with you. I'll get a Nebraska shirt with you. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Tell us what, what is your, if you don't mind <laughs> now what, you're asking, yeah. what is your, what apps have you used or like, what has been your experience? <clears throat> Obviously you say, I feel like it's all not that safe, but other, other thoughts from your perspective, having done this yourself, <laughs> how long do you want this podcast to be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have gone in spurts of, online dating specifically. I haven't had a ton of luck in just meeting men again, the old fashioned way. (laughs) I think I've gone on some dates. Uh, I had one boyfriend from just a mutual friends that I I also met him in a bar actually, but he, we did again have mutual friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think more, yeah, it's about meeting people and where to meet people. And so I've, I've tried match.com. Actually, the first, this is a funny story. The first time, you should never preface something with this is a funny story because then you set up the expectation. This is a medium funny story. All right. We live in medium. The first time I used an online dating service, I was working, it was, I was right out of college. I was working as a shift manager at Starbucks and the Starbucks Via had just come out. It's the like instant coffee stuff that they oh, make. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And they really wanted to push it. Like they wanted to push it hard. And so we had to sell a certain amount. So I told my employees that if they sold a certain amount that day or that week, that they could choose any punishment they wanted for me. And they chose to set up a match.com profile for me. That's awesome. I thought you were going to say you put buy this via in your (laughs) dating profile to increase sales. That would have also been smart, but no. (laughs) (laughs) This via gives me so much energy. (laughs) That's, That's a pretty good... It's a pretty good idea. Yeah. So that was my first yeah. experience. Chatted with some guys. I don't think, I don't know that I actually went on any dates, but um, I've done Coffee Meets Bagel. I think I was mm-hmm. on Tinder briefly and just didn't like the format. It just yeah. kind of annoyed me. Um, I've done Bumble. Mm-hmm. And I've recently been thinking about trying Hinge because it seems interesting. They have some good commercials. Yeah, they do have some good commercials. Yeah. Um, Facebook at dating really wants me to try it. And I just, for some reason, am internally very against it. But I don't know why, especially considering my best friend is currently dating someone who she met on 
Facebook dating. My sister, so. her fiance, she yeah. had there. It seems very successful. I just, yeah. I don't know, something in me is like, no. Yes. Probably because it's asking you to do it. Yeah. You want to do the <laughs> yes. opposite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you originally asked me, but there you go. I said, tell us about your experience. What okay. I did ask, like, what platforms have you used? Yes. Yes. Oh, how cool. Okay. We'll get into more stories okay. from Ash here soon. Yeah. Here's, here's some interesting research psychologists, and there are multiple that have done research on online dating, pulled some of their topics and data here. The first question, does your photo matter? Ash, tell us, what do you look for when you're looking at someone's photo? Oh, uh, I'm not a fan of guys who think they're pretty or guys that are really into themselves. And so any kind of glamour shot photo (laughs) or glamour selfie or like mirror selfie, if that's the first photo that you put up, I'm like, "Mm -mm, nah, I'm good. I don't need that in my life. Yeah. So it's more what I'm looking not to be there. Mm -hmm. It could be a selfie because it's, it is weird to have someone take your photo. Just, just you sometimes I feel like in our current, the way that we roll right now with photos, it's almost always with friends. So it's hard to find a photo of just you. So it can be a selfie just not mm-hmm. like a, ooh, look at my biceps selfie. Yeah, That's, like your face isn't in the picture. Right, <laughs> I can't handle that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, cool. Yeah, That's some good. <laughs> so guys out there and ladies, mm-hmm. you know, some tips there. What are you trying to market? Exactly. What type of person are you trying to attract? Does your photo matter? Simply put, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure it does. Uh, it's. I mentioned there's some research. So Charles Darwin was the first one to begin to develop theories around natural selection based on a person's features. And there was an old theory that we can predict a person's character by their features. And so kind of to your, you were talking about safety. Do you feel safe or not? Mm. And I didn't, I didn't have time to dig into like what features make someone look safe, but it is when I think about seeing different people, there are certain people I'm like, Oh, they look so sweet. And then certain, certain features you might be like, Oh my gosh, they, they look like they could beat me up or whatever. <laughs> and so it is interesting, like first impression, yeah. certain features or what you're highlighting could make people feel safer huh. or not as safe. So that's that was something interesting. And there's a, another piece of information around the photo. And I don't know if it's actually called this in all dating apps, but your first photo is called your calling card. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Everywhere? I mean, I, I've heard that. I don't know that it's called that everywhere. Okay. Well, this information I was studying last night. Yes. It talks about your calling card. Yes. Most people, people swipe left. This isn't that shocking. Can we just talk about, this is, this is what you chose to do with your night alone. You were just I know. like, hey, I'm going to do some research <laughs> on the statistics behind online dating. Yeah. It's so intriguing. And this is why we are nerds. Yeah. Okay. Sawyer went to sleep like 7.30. Tristan didn't get home till 8.30. He was working late. Yep. And I was just in my bed. <laughs> and then when Tristan got home, I immediately had to tell him what I did. Yes, so he didn't course. see our search history yep. and think, oh, is Becky <laughs> dating online? <laughs> um, no, no, no. I'm just oh. intrigued all of a sudden. Okay. Keep going. It's this unknown world. I'm listening. Okay. Most people swipe left if your first photo has a toddler or a baby in it. Huh. So that's super sad for parents out there. You probably want to keep that picture Maybe picture number three or okay. four, not your first one. Okay. However, it did say if your first picture is with like a cute lab, you're probably going to get swiped right. <laughs> it didn't say cat. It said a lab dog. Okay. So if you're a cat right. person, I'd still keep that in photo two or three. All right. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, 95% of people believe if you don't choose a first photo that is a clear shot of your face, then you're unattractive. Huh. So even if you are attractive in future photos, or what they would consider attractive, if your first photo isn't a clear shot of your face. That is what it said. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, One of the psychologists, um, a professor here, that did some of this data, here's a quote I thought was interesting. People might prefer attractive people but they often end up pairing off with people who are similar in attractiveness. You might shoot for the moon, but you take what you can get. <laughs> and I thought this was interesting because when you talk about photos and what came to my mind is I hear people be like, oh, I just, I never find that perfect person. They're not out there. And I feel like that judgment mm-hmm. of people's quote unquote calling card, their first photo, it's keeping in mind there's a lot more than just that photo about people. And I'm sure that everyone's shooting for the moon, (laughs) but it's, you know, it's okay to give some other people a chance. Yeah. So I thought, I thought that was interesting and I'm sure that's probably a pitfall of online dating is just judging based on that first photo. Absolutely. Yeah. But if you are trying to online date, choose a good first photo, (laughs) make sure you can clearly see your face. And maybe keep find the baby out dog. of it. <laughs> find a dog. It doesn't have to be yours. I don't even like dogs. Does that still help? <laughs> We're going to take a picture with Ash and my dog, Asher. Ah, that's confusing. That is confusing after this. Okay. Will your online dating attempts lead to a relationship? Question mark. How many relationships have you had from online dating? Relationships? Zero. Success rate? Not so high over no. here. No. Dates? A lot. A lot. Yeah. And, yeah. and some recurring dates, but not, I wouldn't say any of them were relationships. So I'm curious. Yeah. You say dates a lot. I've had a few people say, I never get dates from it. It never goes anywhere. Hmm. What, how do you get a date <laughs> through an online dating app? What, like, what's that conversation look like? Oh gosh. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know if I'm doing it right. You've I've gotten a lot. You said, well, I don't know, maybe not a lot, but I would say every time I've used a dating app or a website, I've gotten dates out of it. Yeah. So I wouldn't say a lot, but I do know that there are people who it just doesn't work at all. So um, it's not like I'm going out on a date every night. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't have time for that or energy. Good gracious. Uh, I don't know. I think I try to move the conversation pretty quickly toward Mm -hmm. hanging out or doing something. Like I just... I try to ask questions and one thing that I will do if, if they don't ask me any questions in the first, I don't know, five or six back and forths, then I'm like, eh, I'm good. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Um, because it just doesn't indicate that they're actually interested in getting to know me at all. So then I'll, yeah, I'll ask questions, but I will try to leave a couple of spaces for them to ask me questions. So it's not just me being like, what do you like? What do I like? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be that person. And then, yeah, I try to move it pretty quickly toward, Hey, do you want to grab a beer? Do you want to go for a walk? Whatever. Yeah. I try to find out what they're into and then move it toward an actual date. Excellent tips. I also like the tip if they don't ask you any questions. Yeah, that's a big red, not a good, big red flag for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Not even a red flag. It's just a straight up deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Narrow the field. Okay, let's talk about some more research. This one I found very interesting. It's from, it was from 2008 as a while ago. It was at Northwestern University. 
they had these people write down, what do you want in a, in a relationship or in a future mate? Mm -hmm. And a lot of them wrote down career, income, looks. So they wrote it down and then they did a face-to-face speed dating round. And what they found was during that speed dating round, the person who wrote down, I want someone who makes $200,000 and drives a Lamborghini or whatever. Yeah. They wrote this down, but in face-to-face, the chemistry that that person might have with someone who didn't meet exactly what they wrote down on paper, that's who they ended up going or pairing up with. Okay. So like they might've been saying, I want this fancy guy who makes lots of money, but they end up with this artist dude with a lot Mm -hmm. of tattoos and the chemistry was there. Yeah. And so it just showed this. um, And they actually talk about when you're looking online, you're in joint evaluation mode. You're comparing multiple suitors against each other based off of attractiveness, income, and other factors that you'd have written down on that list of what you want. But when you meet someone face to face, you're, you are using this separate evaluation mode where you're really judging that person and asking yourself, is this person right for me? Yeah. Could I sit on the couch and watch reality show with this person? (laughs) And, and oftentimes what that has gleaned from the study is you can end up with someone who doesn't always meet your perfect paper resume of what you want. Okay. So you just made an exact, uh, perfect example of why I don't know what to do with online dating because (laughs) I have no idea who to choose because Mm -hmm. you said, can you picture yourself sitting on the couch and watching reality TV with this person, which is something that you like to do. Your husband does not. No, he doesn't like to do that. So on paper, if that's your, you know, that's what you're thinking is compatibility you are not compatible. Mm-hmm. So how do I know what is compatibility and what isn't until I actually meet the person? Exactly. And so choosing people, that's why I tend to just strike up conversations with lots of people when I'm yeah. on dating apps because I'm like, I don't know if the fact that we like totally different movies is okay or not okay. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. And that's what gets so frustrating to me because I'm like, where do I, I don't know. I don't know. Yes. I feel like in this study and reading about this, that's probably the biggest flaw is the, and it talks about, you could talk to someone for hours online, but 10 minutes face to face and you know if they've got it or not. Yeah. And that is a, that's hard. Like I I don't even know what advice to tell you or other people except get outside of your box. And, And exactly what you said, the more people you talk to, and not just swiping left because this person doesn't meet your resume, which you think you want. And you're right. Like Tristan and I, we actually prefer different TV. Last night was the first night of football and he wanted to watch football Mm -hmm. and I was super bored. (laughs) So here I am researching online dating. Uh, But that doesn't matter to me. We like to do other things together. That's more important. And, and really what, what it comes down to is give someone who doesn't meet your perfect list a chance and, as, as quickly as you can, like you said, Ash, try to meet up face to face because that's where you can truly see the chemistry, how you re- interact with each other. And yeah, you don't have to match up perfectly. Yeah. I know we like to do CrossFit. Maybe you can date someone who doesn't like to work out. Maybe that's okay. And there's other things that click and make you mesh and be super happy together. Yeah. So I thought that was super interesting and it, I mean, it definitely supports more of the face-to-face organic type of interactions. Yes. But I know those aren't as easy, especially since we're still in a pandemic. Yeah. Don't just have like speed dating rounds taking place all over. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't see them. I'm not looking no. for them. 
Have you read that research? I might have to look it up. The research about eye contact and how there's a psychologist who says he can make any two people fall in love. Have we talked no. about that on here? No. Tell me he more. He basically says you ask each other, you ask each other 10 questions and then sit across, you know, across the table from each other and maintain eye contact for four minutes. And he, and he, he can make any two people fall in love that way. Interesting. Yeah. So what, what's the science behind that? It basically like, is you've asked each other questions. So you know something about each other. Yeah. So you're not total strangers. You've interacted a little bit and showed shown care, even though you know you're in a study, it doesn't make a difference. Hmm. It's still that the other person is initiating and communicating with you and asking you questions. And then the eye contact, it just, whatever are the chemicals in our brain. Wow. Yeah. This makes me think of reality TV shows. Yeah. Like the people who get married. Yep. From The Bachelor or whatever. Well, I was, is that, there's like some crazy show. first sight. Yeah, Yeah. That's what I was thinking. So every person out there who just heard you said that, is wondering what are those questions and who yeah, can I make exactly, eye contact with? Exactly. <laughs> I've always thought it was an interesting, I mean, I think he's exaggerating slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think he is a psychologist, whoever the guy is, I can't, I'll have to look it up. Yeah. But so he That's does have some research to back it up, but yeah, I will say, I do think eye connection is a very intimate thing, mm-hmm. especially if you're doing it for four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that time. would be, a, especially with a stranger. Yeah. Be a really long time. Yes. Okay. Awkward. Ah. Uh, word. Let's talk about some just quick tips, tips that I Googled and don't have from experience, (laughs) but Ash has given you a few and she's going to add to this. Okay. Yeah. uh Okay. Overall tips based on the data that Becky looked up last night. I was going to be able to add dating coach to my resume after (laughs) that. Yes. Put it on there. I already mentioned this. Kick your type to the curve. Give someone a chance. That's super key. And especially when we look at that 2008 study that we mentioned face to face versus the resume of the perfect person, give someone else a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's important to have your deal breakers, but yes. to know that to try to keep your deal breakers to a minimum. Yep. I have, I guess technically I have four. One is yeah. loves Jesus. Two is polite. Three is kind. And four is book smart. And the reason I say mm. book smart is because that's the way that my brain thinks. I think in research, I think in, I mean, the nerdy stuff that we talk about, and that's important to me to be able to share with someone Mm -hmm. I spend my time with all the time. So, and even that one, I'm like, "Ah, maybe if I found the right person, I could let that one go. But I've been, I've dated people who are not necessarily book smart. They might be really intelligent in other ways, but it's hard for me to have the same kind of connection with them. Yep. So I've learned that one through experience. You are such a great role model for all the <laughs> single people out there. You already know your four deal breakers off the top of your head. I do. So that's that's another tip right there. <laughs> know your deal breakers. Keep them concise. So don't have like 20. Must have a certain color of hair. Probably mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-mm. Yeah. Next one, make sure your core values are clear up front. So that's basically somewhat what exactly I, what, what you just, just said. said. Yeah. Yeah. Know your but, deal breakers. But even communicating that to them, what yes. your core values are. I think that can be important. And it can be really hard on a first date to be like, well, it's really important to me that I have children. You don't want to talk about it, you know, like, yeah, yeah. so it can be hard and you have to find the right time to communicate that. But yeah. And you can do it in a soft way. You can be like family is something I really value. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And then later you'd be like, I want to have babies, (laughs) but just start off with, I really value family. (laughs) Soft, soften, Uh soft up front. And then you can be like super blunt. (laughs) <laughs> Save the interesting conversations uh, for face-to-face, like real yeah. interactions. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I, there was one guy that 
I messaged with for a while. And just because of our schedules, we couldn't meet up in person. Mm. He was really funny over message. We started on the app and then it was one of those apps that you have to move to text messaging after a while. And the point Mm. is to get you to exchange numbers. And so we did, we moved to texting and he was so funny. And then I met him in person finally. And I was like, you are not funny. You're not funny. What happened? And I thought maybe he was, well, that's what I wondered. Maybe he was just nervous. And so I went on two more dates with him just to give him a chance. And no, he was not funny in person. And I was like, this is so disappointing. Yeah. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Importance of interacting face to face. And I went to his house and it was super messy. So. Oh, not a fan. Well, it just seems Friday routine. It just seems (laughs) weird to like invite a date over to your house and not bother to clean up at all or did they clean oh that is oh just, that would be concerning oh <laughs> he did like soccer though that was a pro anyway oh, that is a pro here we go all right <laughs> last one i have over here is pick a picture that truly represents you especially the first one clear image of your face make sure it's clear apparently people think you're ugly if it's not <laughs> so make sure it's a clear picture that's inspiring that's inspiring if you need help you know there's some photographers out there Get a good headshot. Get a glamour shot. Use your yeah. LinkedIn profile shot. Oh, there you go. So <laughs> professional. Mm. What other tips do you have? Oh, I had one and now it's gone. Oh, one other one I did see when I was reading was don't be afraid to take a break. And like, even mm. you mentioned this, yeah. you've done it before, but I mean, you don't like, I think. I'm assuming people can get fatigued from it, yeah. whether you don't find someone or people that you want don't select you, whatever. So don't be afraid to take a break. And I do think there's a certain rhythm to it with online dating specifically because you, in order for the apps to work, you really have to keep up with it. Like oh. you really have to kind of be on top of it and making selections and having conversations. And so it sort of lends itself to a seasonal use. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> to, like a lot of work. To be on it for a couple of months and then take a couple of months off and come back. Um and a lot of them, because they are free and you just buy upgrades, it, that's mm-hmm. fine. You don't have to pay for your subscription or whatever. But there's also a reason why, you know, eHarmony comes in three-month chunks or can come in three-month mm-hmm. chunks, things like that. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Taking a break is good. I will say, if you're someone who likes having good stories to tell, <laughs> that if you're on a bad date, just go ahead and embrace it. Don't try to run out of there. Just go ahead and embrace it and see where it takes you. Because some of my best stories are from dates that I just was like, okay, this date is over in terms of I am not interested <laughs> pretty much from the moment that we started talking. But I just want to see where this is going to go. Okay, so you have to close this out with one of those stories. Uh, okay. Well, there was this guy who I met up for a beer and he had been in the military and so he had moved a lot and he worked at the, uh, Tempur-Pedic factory. Oh, some beds, some mattresses. Yes. It turns out that his personality matched that. He was a real snooze. Oh, <laughs> look at you at the funnies. Thank you. <laughs> so he had talked over this. I was actually impressed with him because he had pretty quickly moved us from chatting to let's grab a beer. Yeah. And that's always impressive to me when a guy does that. And so I was actually looking forward to meeting him. And then he just was pretty boring. And I couldn't tell if he was nervous or not. And he said a couple of things that I just was like, wait, what? Like one of them was I asked him if he went to church. Just I was just trying to mm-hmm. get to know him a little bit. And he said, no, I'm very religious, but I'm not spiritual. 
And I'd never heard, it's usually the other way around. I had never heard someone say that. And so I was kind of puzzling on that. And he said, but I just started a new project recently. And I was like, okay, maybe this is going to explain it. And he goes on to tell me that (laughs) he had just uh, purchased scuba diving gear because he's really into escargot and he wanted to start his own snail farm. And so he was... I think I do remember that yes, part. <laughs> he was going to go diving in the White River for snails who had come in on boats from China to Chicago. I don't even understand. I don't... I was trying to follow this conversation and, and he's going to start his own snail farm so that he can have fresh escargot from his own living room. And that didn't get you? At that point, I was <laughs> like, yeah, okay, we're done. But <laughs> I'm fascinated and... I was enjoying my beer and I wasn't done with it yet. So I asked him a few more questions and he had told me that there was some drama at work uh, over messaging. So I was like, tell me about the drama at work. And he said, well, no offense, but I work with a lot of women. Oh, and I was like, okay, there is nowhere you can go from there. That's going to make it better. Like no work, nowhere. And he basically was talking about, there was just a lot of gossip and drama. And I was like, oh, not all women are like that, but I just didn't even care at this point. I just was fascinated. So I, he had posted some pictures of his cat, so I asked him about his cat, and we closed the last 25 minutes of the date with him detailing every single medical ailment that his cat had ever had, including the time when there was a several-week span where he had to spend 20 minutes each evening picking the scabs off of his cat. Gross. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is fascinating. Wow. So that's the snail guy. Yeah. So, like I said, just embrace it. <laughs> Enjoy it. It's ridiculous. And then you can be like, guys, I went on this date. Let me tell you about this date. And it makes good fodder for other dates of being like, because people can be like, oh, I'm sorry. This is the worst date you've ever been on. Oh, let me tell you. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I do remember you talking about snail guy. I forgot. I forgot like how he got there. Yeah. Do you go to church? (laughs) That's how we got there. Wow. (laughs) Are you ever nervous? Yeah. Yeah. What do yeah. you do to bring, like, to be yourself and not let nerves hijack your interaction? I usually, especially with on dating, online dating, I do feel like it is in some ways easy. You can do some research ahead of time. So you can ask, what are you interested in? Those kinds of questions. And then you can come with prepared, they don't have to be completely thought out questions. But mm-hmm. so he had talked about drama at work. So I know I can ask him about that and at least buy myself some time to calm down and take a few sips of beer or whatever. Um, So I think a little bit of preparation, not a ton. I don't like make flashcards or anything, but yeah, some preparation helps. That's good. Yeah. Wonderful tips (laughs) from an experienced online dater and some data from someone who went down a rabbit hole last night. You're welcome, y'all. You're welcome. (laughs) We hope that was helpful. If nothing else, I hope it at least helped the married and attached Mm. folks have some sympathy for us who have been on the dating market for a long time. That That's really where this started because I thought, would my spouse have chosen me? Mm. I don't think so. Would you have chosen him? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't. And, and to me, that's like, whoa, mind blown. Yeah. So I do. I have a whole new heart for all of you <laughs> doing online dating. And just know that that face-to-face interaction is so powerful. So the sooner you can move it to that in a safe way, mm-hmm. the better to see if that chemistry is there and be willing to give someone a chance that maybe you wouldn't normally. Yeah. You never know. Love it. Love it. We hope that you love it. Find a match, whatever, whatever <laughs> makes you happy or don't. Or don't. We'll be here with more jokes and more <laughs> stories 
of Ash's online dating. Absolutely. I'll, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> Maybe she'll say yes to the Facebook prompting her. Maybe. I'll Maybe. consider it. Yeah. Well, until next time. Okay. Thanks for joining us. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>